name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. Nico, thank you, Lois, for such a great and um, glowing review. It has been such an honor to get to know you and work with you and be friends with you. And so my name is Marlene Shimke. I am a communication specialist and a certified Enneagram coach. Like Lois said, I've worked in the area of communication for nearly my whole life, and I'm delighted to be here with you. Thank you so much for showing up. And today we're going to talk about the power of self-discovery. First, I'd like to start with a quote from Tony Robbins. He says, change is inevitable, but progress is optional. So the question is, who are you really? I'm not just talking about behaviors, um, something that would put you into a box, but what motivates you? What drives you? What do you run away from? And what do you get inspired by? What do you long for? I'd like to share with you a quote from the movie, Peaceful Warrior, in that film, Dan Millman says, you can live a whole lifetime never being awake. So today I'd like to tell you that you are created for a purpose. Here, you're here for a reason. We're all here for a reason and no one else can fill your exact shoes. I'd like to challenge you to boldly go where no man has gone before to use the original Star Trek series quote. So the question is, how are you supposed to do this without knowing yourself? Today we're going to talk about finding your superpower what God has uniquely gifted you with that no one else has. And so that's, that's the overview of what we'll cover today. And to start out with, let's go through the key objectives that we will look at. So the first thing that I'd like to share with you is why become self-aware? Not everyone even is aware that that's something that should be done. So we'll talk about why should we do that? And then we'll also discuss the benefits and detriments of knowing yourself. There actually are pros and cons to everything. Then I will share with you tools for self-discovery, and in particular, one tool that I found to be most useful in this area. After that, we'll talk about our fatal flaws and our superpowers. Believe it or not, everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. And if you know these, they do help you in many ways. We'll get into how and why throughout this talk. And then lastly, I'd like to take you beyond just knowing, but to encourage you to becoming and to doing what you have been created to do. So if you are all ready, we will get started. First off, let's talk about what is the definition for self-awareness. Today, what I'm talking about when I say self-awareness is this, the ability to accurately see ourselves with all our thoughts, feelings, and motivations, to recognize how others see us, and to know how we fit into the world. 
So there's a lot packed into that definition, as you can see. It's not just about what we think about ourselves, but it includes how we're actually perceived. And so why do we need to know this? Why should we look at self-awareness? According to um, Dr. Tasha Urich, who is an organizational psychologist, an executive coach, a researcher, and New York Times bestselling author, many people don't have self-awareness. In fact, according to her research, 85% of the people that she has talked to think they are self-aware, but in her, in her findings, only 10 to 15% actually are self-aware. One other thing I'd like to share with you is this question. Are you aware that employers rate self-awareness as the number one trait that they're looking for when they think about hiring an employee? So self-awareness, as you can see, is a top valued um, quantity or, or quality that we should have, but not everyone has it. So before we go more into how do you find that, let's look at some of the benefits of becoming self-aware. There are many of these that I'm going to share with you. I'll highlight just a few as the top ones, but I wanted to show you how powerful self-awareness really is. When you become self-aware, you become proactive and not reactive in situations. You tend not to take things personally. You can see your mistakes as tools for growth instead of something that holds you back. Your understanding of yourself continually develops as you go throughout life. So it's not something that you discover one time and you're done. It constantly grows and continues to benefit you. When you are self-aware, you know what drives you, what motivates you, like I asked before. It improves your relationships and your results in the workplace. If I put this alone on the slide, that should get you excited. Better relationships and better productivity and results. If you're self-aware, you can pursue your goals and dreams. And you are easier able to let go of past hurts. You can have healthy boundaries. You can live in the present. I mentioned the movie Peaceful Warrior earlier, and I'd like to give you one more quote from that particular movie. In it, they say, there are no ordinary moments. So every single moment that we're given and gifted on this earth are meant to count and matter. When you become more self-aware, you make every single moment count. Self-regulation and self-control is another benefit of be becoming aware of yourself. Increased creativity and achievements and increased resilience and motivation and growth. So that's quite a, quite a mouthful, all of those things together. But I think you can see if your relationships improved and if your success in your workplace improved, you would benefit financially, emotionally, physically in every way. So there's a lot of things there packed into the, the benefits. But one might ask, are there any downsides to becoming self-aware? And yes, in fact, there are a few. Let me share them with you now. Sometimes when people become so introspective, it makes them less happy. They feel in, less in control. They feel like they are not where they want to be. People who are focused on the negative of what happened actually don't move forward if they stay fixated on the negative part of who they are. Self-awareness can sometimes put you into a mental trap that you think you can't escape. Think about the, the types of personality tests you might have taken that tell who you are, but you don't know what to do with that. Or think about a, a situation in your life where you just continually meditated on it or focused on it, but didn't know what to do with that. After, after experiencing all those negative emotions. 
We're going to talk more about what type of questions you ask today, but when you ask why me, it makes the person more depressed. It can worsen your health, and it can make a person overindulge or become so self-absorbed that they're not happy. So again, I will go into the questions on this, but the key on all of this, um, when you look at the detriments, is your perspective, what really matters. So when you ask um, why me, it creates a problem. But when you start to find out uh, what you can do about the introspection questions, then it makes all the difference in the world. So let's move on now to the top tools for self-discovery. There are a couple of key factors that I think you should look at when you are trying to figure out more about yourself. The very top one I would encourage you to look for is to utilize a tool that shows you how to grow. We've talked about not wanting to be put into a box and many people hate personality tests because they feel like it does just that. But other tools are out there that are available that show you not only what do you do when you're struggling and stressed, but what do you do when you're growing and thriving? And how do you keep walking in that path? That's the key thing I would encourage you to look for when you look for how to grow yourself. And again, we talked about these questions earlier. Ask what, not why. I'll give you an example. If there was a woman who was diagnosed with cancer and she was told she had three weeks yet to live on this earth, then asking why me is going to put her into that negative tailspin like we looked at with the detriments. But if she asks, what are my high priorities? What is most important to me right now? And what can I do in the next three weeks to make the most of my days that remain? Then she is on a road to success, even if her time is short. So today we're going to look at one particular tool that I have trained in. And out of all the tools I've used in my time in communications, this is the one that has the most amazing path for growth. So it's called the Enneagram. The Enneagram is a Greek word. Ennea stands for um, nine and gram is diagram or drawing. So you see here a nine point drawing and we're just gonna take a very fast overview look at what the Enneagram has to offer as far as a tool for self-improvement uh, and self-awareness. The Enneagram types or personalities are numbers and no one number is better than the others. They all have certain skill sets that are refreshing and needed in the settings of life. The Enneagram types can be called many different things. The one that I've posted on this, on this chart gives you an example, but there are other ways you can label these. For example, rather than the type one being called the reformer, it could be the principled reformer. The type five sometimes could be called the analytical investigator. The type six, the faithful guardian. The type eight is called the challenger, but it could also be labeled the passionate protector. So you may see different labels when you investigate the Enneagram as a tool, but basically all of these consist of nine very valid perspectives on how you might see things in life. Each of us has a certain color lens, if you will, that we look through when we encounter a situation. My lens might be blue and Lois's might be orange. And so when we approach a situation, we might think that everyone else thinks just like we do, but yet be seeing things through a very different lens and have an idea of how to approach that situation or challenge in a very different way. If you're not aware of your own perspective and others, you have a challenge in dealing with conflict resolution, for example. Another incredible thing that the, a tool like the Enneagram can help with is discovering what I call your fatal flaws and your superpowers. So each of us has 
superpower, and many times you enjoy talking about your superpower more than your fatal flaws, but I'll just highlight both to give you an idea of what I mean by this. Your fatal flaws are the thing that, if revealed, would bring the greatest shame, and it's what we take great pains to cover up. Here's some examples of the nine types fatal flaws, and listen carefully as I go through them and try and identify which one you think is your most um, key flaw in your personality. These include things like unworthiness, insignificance, failure, ordinariness, ignorance, irresponsibility, emptiness, weakness, hostility. So each one of us has something that's a key part of our personality that we wish wasn't there, but that we struggle with and that we need to learn how to deal with well so that we can achieve the success that we want. Now let's move on to the more positive thing, which is the superpowers. The superpower is the thing that you do best, your greatest strength when utilized, when you're at your highest and healthiest self, you can use this for your good and for the benefit of others. These include things, and once again, think about which one might be your, your strongest, but these include things like refinement or improving things, sensing others' needs, focusing on a goal and achieve, achievement, creativity and authenticity, objectivity, loyalty and commitment, enthusiasm and seeing the best in others, powerfulness and protection, and positive leadership and peacemaking. So each of these types of qualities is what we would consider our superpowers. So how do you discover yourself? There are three things I'd like to highlight today. You must have a mindset to discover yourself. You need to be ready and open to doing this. A second thing that is really needed is to ask for feedback from others. We often don't see our blind spots and having someone who's really close to you and knows you quite well can help you realize that, oh yes, that really is a trait and a characteristic of, my, of mine. And lastly, I highly recommend personal coaching to really truly discover who you are. Again, it's often better to have an objective outside person to help you discover what drives you, what motivates you, and how, what do you do about that as a result? We often don't see those things ourselves, but coaching can make a big difference. So as we're about to wrap up, I would like to help you talk about knowing and thinking, but discover what to do with that. Like the slide says, thinking about yourself is not the same as knowing. And knowing is the first step of what we want to achieve here. So true self-awareness, as I've written, empowers you to use your superpowers to reach success and find joy as you make a lasting impact on the world around us. I would like to encourage you not just to know yourself, but to do something with that, to be the best that you can be and to do what you're called to do in life. So I'd like to leave you with a concept and I'm gonna give you a story. Ubuntu is a concept from Africa, the continent that we've lived on for the last 15 years. And here's the story. An anthropologist showed a game to the children of an African tribe. He placed a basket of delicious fruits near a tree trunk and told them, the first child to reach the tree will get the basket. When he gave them the start signal, he was surprised that they were walking together, holding hands until they reached the tree and they shared the fruit. He asked them, why did you do that when each one of you could have tried to get the basket for yourself? They answered with astonishment, Ubuntu, that is, how can one of us be happy while the rest are miserable? Ubuntu, Ubuntu in their civilization means I am because we are. That tribe knows the secret of happiness that has been lost in many societies around the world. 
And so to put this another way, I would like to say you can talk about the concept of going far, fast, but further together. We've looked at today the reason, and I will go to the next slide. We've looked at the reason of why to become self-aware, its benefits and how to avoid its pitfalls. One very excellent tool for self-discovery, which lets you learn your fatal flaws and your superpowers. And most of all, we've talked today about what to do and be as a result of the knowledge that you gain when you become more self-aware. I'd like to encourage you that your presence and your voice matter. You are never alone. Others have walked down similar roads and experienced similar struggles. And the struggles of this life are real. Let's not kid ourselves. So are you going to sit back and moan and groan about what you've been through? Or will you utilize everything that you've given and been gifted with in this life to go out and make a difference in the lives of others, which ultimately fulfills you as well? So I'd like to leave you with a quote from Seth Godin, which is this, live with importance, do the next thing, and dare to be remarkable. In order to do these things that Seth Godin encourages us to do, I honestly believe that it is the journey of self-awareness that helps us reach and achieve that goal. So thank you very much for your time, and here's to your success as you become more self-aware.